on maynard.com.au. AU! Time to put things away, yell and scream. It's Bunga Bunga 57! 57 Bunga Bungas is that too many? Doesn't matter how much disinfectant, it won't come out. Tim, how are you? We've got some things on the show like this. Hello, everyone. And that thing. We're going to tell you what's on our mind. What we really want to say is this. Oh, boy. And I promise that we will not be hearing this song. Whenever you're watching a hula girl dance, you got to be careful, you're tempting romance. Don't keep your eyes on her hips, her naughty hula hips. Just keep your eyes on the hands. Oops. We'll have Tim's historical hypothetical. He'll be on his imaginary soapbox. Don't expect too much. And we'll be hearing from the feline member of the team. Translation, no comment. Look, let's cut this farce out right now. Bunga Bunga News. Tim, I haven't got any. You've got a little bit of news. You went to see Tijuana Brass the other night. Tijuana Taxi. They were fantastic. And a special hello to all the listeners out there that were there. There was apparently a table of Planet Maynard Bunga Bunga listeners down the front there enjoying their Herb Albert experience. you wear when you went to this experience? I thought I'd go with the Pierce Brosnan look. I was going to dress as Christmas Jones. That was the Denise Richards character who played the nuclear scientist, but I thought, can't pull that one off. Doctor Jones. Christmas Jones. And don't make any jokes, I've heard them all. I don't know any Doctor jokes. I went for the Pierce Brosnan look. Do you think that was the peak Bond name? That was the peak, but now they kind of, they're too politically correct to have interesting names. Mm. They're usually called things like... Deborah. Oh, can I call you Deb? That's about the best you can come up with. How were things in Perth? Perth was great fun. Turned up to the Fringe World Festival and tried a new thing, which is one hour of explaining how comedy works. It's how to hack comedy. Now, there should be a link on the show notes to this on the page at maynard.com.au or probably even on your phone. You'll see a hot link to see where all Tim's shows are, which is on his Cheeky Monkey website. Or see me on Twitter at RealTimFerguson. Or like I said, Google it, you lazy bastards. Wow. If you're keen on some 80s action, I am supporting Shudo Echo on the 7th of March at the Mez Bar in Wall's End. Bunga Bunga 56, in that show, we introduced a new member of the Bunga Bunga family. I believe that that was all anyone wanted to talk to you about as far as Bunga Bunga related activities in Western Australia when you were over there. People are very excited about the arrival of Kittler 2, who is just like Kittler 1, except he's got a 2. He is feline and, of course, extremely conservative. What do these Perth showgoers want to know about Kitler? They want to know all the personal things. Is he oh. single? Which, of course, he is. He's a cat. Also, what does he wear? He wears a fur coat and mittens. There are on the show notes a very rare photo of Kitler doing a bit of FaceTime, actually. Or he might have been Skyping to the Worldwide Feline Collective. We don't know who he was Skyping with. I remember when FaceTime meant something entirely different. But right now, let's open the crank mail. Crank mail, crank mail, crank mail. Tim, been a few little bits of crank mail here, which people can send to us via the Bunga Bunga Facebook page or email us at maynard at maynard.com.au. Did you get anything, Tim? I did. A very interesting question. Tim, over to you. And it's quite a technical one we've got, which is just perfect for comedy. Graham Canundra asks, 
What is the flight velocity of a swallow laden with a coconut? But Sky J Boots answers to which I must ask an African or a European swallow. The answer was never fully answered in the original Hunt for the Holy Grail. That's right, the Hunt for the Holy Grail. But we can give you the answer now, even though it is compromised by facts. Maynard? 13 to 14 metres per second, but that is without the coconut. But I noticed the question does not mention the weight of the coconut. How can we possibly answer the question without knowing the weight of the coconut? That is 13 to 14 metres per second, despite the origin of the bird. Also, I think I got 67 people just liked being asked for a question. That's not how it works, people. Thank you for liking our question. But next time, leave a damn question. Questions about coal-fired power stations, not particularly funny, but we will get to that later, Angelique. Jessica sent in a nice email. This is the kind of thing we like. It's a veterinary training video of someone pretending to be a cat. And this brings up the whole issue. Is it right for a person to pretend to be a cat? Should cats be offended that this person is pretending to be a cat and a cat isn't actually playing a cat in the cat training video for the veterinary surgeon? We asked Kittler too. And here was his response. Once again, no comment. (laughs) So I don't know if that's a union issue. There is a push at the moment for writers to stick within their racial, sexual or social boundaries and their gender boundaries. The idea that a white writer can't write about the experience of American natives, that an American native shouldn't write about the experience of African Americans. This is as common sense as it sounds. Of course, what will happen is that white people will continue to write stories about only white people and everybody else will just have to join the queue. Did anyone tell John Steinbeck? Nobody told Steinbeck and that's why he only sold a few hundred million books. I believe you write about people who who aren't in a wheelchair constantly. I do. I write about non-wheelchair people, and it's a bloody outrage that I continue to do so. I do understand that people are touchy about the oppression of their own people being covered in fictional settings by people who haven't experienced the oppression, but it's the world of the imagination. It's fiction, people. We have to be able to put in characters of all kinds into our stories. Otherwise, what the hell are we doing? We're just sitting and writing about ourselves. That's something that high school students are told to do. If you want to write something that's of any interest, you've got to sit down and use your imagination and a bit of research. After that, there should be no rules about what topics you can cover. Speaking of literature, what are you reading at the moment, Tim? I'm not reading anything at the moment. I'm reading a book called The Last to Die, about the very last person to die in the Second World War, who was an an airman over Japan, over Tokyo, after the ceasefire, about a week later. Wow, that sounds great. Are you enjoying it? Uh, It's a difficult book to read. The last person to die from an unlucky shot. It's why I don't like reading histories, because you know everybody's going to die. And it just goes on and on. There's there's no ending to it. It goes on and on and on, and the next thing you know, your history. Hitler too. Has he made any of his political motives any more clear to you recently, Tim? Just ask him. He really stays on message, doesn't he? Crank mail. Fred Brundick writes, If a hen and a half lay an egg and a half in a day and a half, who put the triples in the quadro trillicale? Is that a song title? It's a triples reference. I'll just say William Shatner. Oh, Canada. William Shatner. Can you do with a like, melody like, uh, Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. The Trouble with Tribbles is perhaps one of the best episodes of Star Trek and well worth a look. State the nature of your emergency. It's a Tribble. 
I want these things off the ship. I don't care if it takes every man we've got. I want them off the ship. I've been watching all the Star Trek movies over the holidays. Some of them really do have great stories, great writing. Strong theory that you should either go with only the odd numbers or the even numbers. So you go with two, four and six or you go with one, three and five. Yeah, that pretty well works. My favourite being number six, the undiscovered country. The Klingon Empire has 50 years of life left to it. To offer Klingons a safe haven within Federation space is suicide. You, Captain Kirk, are to be our first olive branch. Me? This is Captain Sulu, USS Excelsior. You cannot take much more of this! Star Trek VI, the undiscovered country. The original draft of the script, as Shatner what it shot, was all his lines were in close-up and everyone else's lines were shot like the parents' voices in Charlie Brown where they go, whoa, whoa, Crank mail! Grant McCarran asks his crank mail, what is that light that yonder breaks? I think Grant needs to contact his landlord. It is the yeast, mate, and Juliet is the sun. What crap writing. I've always said that about Shakespeare. He had great plots, but he couldn't write dialogue for nuts. No, a lot of it doesn't make any modern sense. (laughs) Not once does he mention the iPhone. What a goose. Crank mail. One from Rob Darby here from Victoria. Should seeing a burlesque show be tax deductible? Now you own some horses and you got a season pass. But you'd still be a trainer if I hadn't sold my uh, car. I'm gonna get a divorce going sleep with your horse you haven't been a lover to me well if you're a burlesque worker or a creative or a comedian definitely a comedian certainly it's tax deductible because you're just researching one of the best shows i saw was based around the enron crisis the particular burlesque artist showed a small video on a laptop at the front of the screen that was hard to see about the Enron crisis and then came out and shot everybody with a cash gun. That's entertainment, people. That's almost high art. Plus nipples. Get along to a burlesque show. Your life will be better for it and you might just be able to waggle that tax deduction. Rob, I would say definitely put that in the left-hand column. And that closes up the crank mail. You can get us crank mail anytime. We will answer anything, anytime. Crank mail. Now it's time for Tim's Historical Hypothetical. This is like that TV show Time Tunnel where they used to wear skivvies. They weren't very good at blending in. I got a couple of strange looking ones here, Captain. A couple of rich young gentlemen, perhaps. Must be someone willing to pay a ransom for your release. I have some relatives in Philadelphia. Only trouble is they haven't been born yet. The time at 2021. Oh my God, 2021. That's one of my favourite years. You the leader of the National Party, Tim. Oh, wow, and who knows what my name is? Should you build a coal-fired power station in Queensland? Well, of course you should, darling. Of course you should. And the reason is very simple. The National Party is elected by farmers who are very much in favour of coal mining. Um, How the two intersect is still a little unclear. So don't ask me for the details, people. Definitely you do it for the farmers. If you want to help the farmers, then apparently it's National Party policy to build more coal mines. Everything improves your crop by digging a large hole. That's exactly right, man. Dig a large hole, stand there and wait for cows to fall into it. There's the answer, Angeli. If you ask the head of the National Party, that's exactly what they would say word for word when asked about the construction of a coal-powered fire station. 
Hang on, no. By the way, if you know the name of the leader of the National Party, please call your local police. When asked about building a new coal-fire-powered station <laughs> in Queensland, uh, Kittler too said this. I think that pretty well sums it up. He doesn't even read from talking points. Kittler to the real star of the show. We're just here to service the cats. But right now, you're going to get serviced by Tim Ferguson. Tim Ferguson's right of reply to a question nobody asked. Don't expect too much. Donald Trump has been found completely, totally, unutterably innocent by 51% of the Senate. A 51% of the Senate confirmed at last that Donald Trump is completely innocent of whatever the hell we were all worried about. That seems to be what democracy is now. The other 49% believe he's guilty, but we don't listen to those people. Donald is changing his tactics to win the next election. One is by running for election, which is a new and exciting phase. But he's saying things that the left wing are bound to fall for. One of which is we have to take care of the environment. He's actually said that. This is a terrible shock to anybody who voted for him and it might lose him votes. But stand by. The candidates who are trying to win the Democratic nomination are really fighting over which one of them is going to lose. Mayor Pete's made a move. Yeah, Mayor Pete, but a buddy gig. He's made a move and he's done quite well, but he's done quite well in Iowa, which is almost 100% country white people. It's about time Iowa was not listened to. I'm looking forward to Bernie now. I want the Bernie-Trump debate. That will be great. Communism versus capitalism writ large. Oh, yeah, Bernie will be great for comedy because every time he talks, he's like a, a drunk, angry uncle at a Christmas party. I know it hurts your feelings. Go, Bernie. I know you're upset about it. You idiot. I know you're hoping and praying that maybe we'll have another war. There's a great question that you should be asking people, not in, in necessarily the American election, but any election. It's not what will you do if you get in. It's how will you work with the opposition to get your policies through? Because that's really what happens once you get into politics. What you want doesn't always matter unless you've got a Boris Johnson type majority. I don't think Mr. Trump will be leaving the White House in a hurry. Tim's right of reply to a question nobody asked. Don't expect too much. Tim, Bunga Bunga 57, they say it, it didn't happen and it might not have. It might not have happened. We make all the noise, but the lights are flashing in our eyes and the cops are standing right behind us. <laughs> Who knows where it goes? Hopefully it will be edited by the team of monkeys with a typewriter who usually put it together with sound effects like this one. I think we have to go out with a bit of Herb Albert because it was such a great gig at Tijuana Taxi. If you're anywhere near the band Tijuana Taxi, go and see them. They are great. They're an awesome band and a wonderful night's experience. Bunga Bunga from me. And Bunga Bunga from him. Bunga Bunga. On Maynard.com.au AU Bryson and Hume Everything digital